Yes, absolutely wires are better. I mean, they're... Ooh, what was that? A reminder to unplug the iPad and not plug the iPad in unless we want to actually record. Oh. Inject some audio, because that was my... It's kind of a funky sound effect. I like it that. It was a reminder. It was a reminder. Go on, you fucker. There we go. <laughs> uh, dropping, the, dropping the F-bomb within well, moments. Whatever, moments you know, of introduction. It's, it's Welcome it to it's our whatever. podcast. Well, I, you know, Scott hey. likes to swear. <laughs> you know what? You got problems in, with sailors? <laughs> then why do you hate America? <laughs> Ooh, burn. Well, we're talking about sailors today, aren't we? Why do you we? hate America? Why we're do you talking hate about, America? We're talking about salty dogs I love today. talking about that. Why do you hate America? So, all right, you ready to start? I'm ready. We'll yep, I'll I'm ready. I'll save this for the, I'll save it for the podcast. We'll fix it in post. That's what they say. <laughs> <laughs> fix it in post. Uh, hi, everybody. This is Scott. I um, want to welcome back to our podcast, which I just want to let you know, um, it has a 100% satisfaction rating of everybody who's listened to it so far. <laughs> and I have spoken to all three people and <laughs> got that three. got that number myself. So Three uh, people are satisfied. <laughs> that I know, 100%. So, so this is Scott, and I want to welcome you back, and I'm here with my partner, Nancy. Greetings and salutations. Ooh, salutations. <laughs> yeah. This is Nancy, and uh, I want to apologize to all three of our listeners for <laughs> my uh, first attempt at podcasting where I was thumping the table like King Kong. I don't know why I was doing that. It, it doesn't even make any sense because I don't feel like I thumped the table in real life, but something psychological must have been happening when I was talking. I'm now sitting on my hands. We will not be thumping, so... I apologize if you heard background noise. That was me acting really weird. So. Well, you are a part rabbit. Well, yeah, no, not quite. But I would start calling uh, me Thumper. Thumper, yeah. We were calling me Thumper the other day, and then but when I listened, when I listened back, it was, it was uh, more uh, gorilla-like, which is a little disturbing. I don't know why I was acting that way. So, um, so anyway, we're gonna be talking today about episode two of House of the Dragon. We're gonna start with that. I'm just looking at the microphone inputs to make sure we can hear. We're good. We're yeah, good. We're good. We um we also I also realized I'll, I'll just kind of um, I'll start sort of on my uh, planned. I've I've got a agenda tonight. I'm going to start with the plan here. Um, we uh you know our our sort of underlying theme is why your opinion is wrong. So, <laughs> so we're going to roll with that today because, um, we should put after, that on our cards. Yeah. Let's put that on our business card. After the first episode dropped, uh, an interesting article came out titled, and we are, did we, are we, did we say we're specific? We are talking house of the cards episode two. Yeah. Right. House, okay. house of cards, house, house of cards, house, the dragon. House, yeah. of, House, House of, of Cards, of Cards Against Humanity. Oh, cards! I love Cards oh, Against Humanity. So do I. We haven't played that in a long time. Yeah, that's that's time. a fun that's a fun that's a one. Long I mean, talk time. talk about uh, talk about mean. If if we want to talk about things that are mean, well, we played right around here. Right. Yeah, that we, was a we, fun. We've had this pack. That was a fantastic. Party. Oh, it was. It was. Party. So. So um, after House of uh, Dragon. House of the Dragon. Yes, of course. After the episode, episode two. One dropped though, there was an article that came up that popped up on my feed titled, When Diversity Casting Hurts the Plot, It Hurts Black Actors and Viewers. It's from newsweek.com. I and apologize 
to everybody listening to this episode right now because I have a feeling this is gonna get weird. Well, it's it's it might get weird because it's me, but <sighs> at the at the end of the day, I um, it's I just it, it, I thought it was an excellent article and um, it brought up some interesting points that I want to dissect. So the but to let everybody um, know we will talk about the episode too. The author of the article was. Uh, Angie speaks from the co-host of the Low Society podcast. So another podcaster wrote uh, this article. Wow. Um, so, so a real journalist. Yeah. So actually this works because I think it, it segues to the first episode versus the second. Oh, so, okay. so this is what she um, writes and I, I'm taking snippets of it. So if you want to read the whole thing, I've given you enough to follow it and, and it was a good read. She states, it was puzzling that the showrunners decided to populate the Targaryen family with a racially diverse cast. And so they're referring to uh, Steve Toussaint, a black actor who plays Lord Corliss Valerian. She also further states, portraying the Targaryen dynasty as a rainbow coalition of racially mixed characters undermines key aspects of the plot like their long history of despotism colonization and subjugation of lesser people holy shit and boy do i have ever ever love all those big oh words God. um so uh that's, so she doesn't like the fact she doesn't if i'm interpreting this correctly correct she does not like the fact that a family isn't entirely white correct along with their white hair Correct. She she has some reasons. The non-albinos. Yeah, the non-albinos are, cause, are causing a problem. <laughs> she also refers to it as a rainbow coalition, which is not true. There's only one uh, person of color. There's not. Yeah, don't, there's don't, not don't, don't bring Jesse Jackson into this. Oh, whoa, whoa. <laughs> Jesse. I'll, yeah. He's the rainbow so, coalition. Guy. Yeah. So, um, for the states, all too often, black actors are cast in franchises that token them for their race. And you know she's right. She's right about that. That is true. And personally, in you know, in the way back years when we were kids, black or brown actors were sometimes they were all, they were maybe always the bad guy or the thug. They always or the got gang killed. Remember, they got killed. Um, but then they move that as generations and stuff go through, and then it's it might go from somebody that's a certain color to then it's suddenly all the psycho killer actors happen to be gay. Yeah, that's true you too. Know, you see, right? so it's it's always you or know trans, the, the psycho freako that's you know causing all the problems. Also, happens to be X, right. and that X might be black or gay or trans, right. you know, or from Florida. So, oh geez, oh boy. <laughs> so she, uh, you know, she has she has valid points, and I, 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 she's an excellent writer, so I appreciate that. She references as as um, ca- recent diversity casting as poor choices. She re- references the 2021 drama Anne Boleyn, which obviously Anne Boleyn was was white, and oh, they, obviously they did they cast her with a black actress. I don't I don't, I don't know who or what that no, is. No, but this is an example. <clears throat> she also references Bridgerton, which is entirely cast with with. I don't watch this show, so I might Bridgerton's be wrong. Bridgerton's got people of every flipping color. Do they? There. So they have, yeah, they have basically diversity casting, and they don't. And the care. queen, well, because the queen is obviously somebody of color in Bridgerton, but there is historical data, and there are records. I, I, I didn't look into it. I stumbled across it that actually reveals that the queen 
I can't remember which queen it is that's at that particular time because I only watched like four episodes of it, but mm-hmm. it's funny. Actually, had um, lineage in her bloodline that may have made her, you know, a little less reflective in the sunlight. Sure, sure. Okay. And so basically, Bridgerton is horny Downton Abbey. Oh boy. Or oh. like like um, uh, Downton Abbey with uh, <laughs> as we say the Bachelor Downton Abbey. So right. So, you know, I understand her referencing Anne Boleyn should not be cast as black. I, I agree with that because that's a reimagining. That's not what actually happened. That's a real character. Now, oh, okay. remember, a real, a, a real that's a person real person. And walk up and touch mm-hmm. that character. Right? Okay. She was not well, black. Yeah. That makes sense. But, you know, Sir Corliss Valerian is not a real person. And she goes on to say, bad diversity casting says, your average woke Hollywood liberal can still root for a ruling class portrayed as malignant despots so long as they aren't all white. So basically, she is saying that in not only is she upset that this this actor is cast in the wrong color, she's upset that he's cast as a bad guy. So that's another interesting perspective there. Um, and she's saying that is causing black actors problems. Yeah. It shouldn't be causing anybody anything. It's like you said, it's a fa- it's a person that does not exist. Right. And I have Do that now you you're you've been reading the book and I have not. Has there been any indication in the book so far what the color of that that uh, right. ca- character's skin is? Perfect segue to that. Um, because because no, because I I read and I looked. You just thumped. I thumped. <laughs> no, we know why I'm thumping. I'm gonna sit in my hat. I know you get excited. Anyway, about I get this. excited. Okay, yes. So so I looked. I I um, accelerated my reading in Fire Blood. I looked. Martin is usually very specific about how he writes, and he will talk about the Targaryens as having pale skin, white eyes, and purple eyes. He's but he's very, not Targaryen. He is not, and I'm getting to that. Oh, Boy, sorry. am I ever getting to that? I'm and look on at it. the way I'm just dialed yeah, right into what you're dialed you got right going into in what now. I'm saying. Because I got my family map. Yeah, you got your family tree <laughs> in front of you, and you need it for Game of Thrones. Goddamn right. Um, but I looked in several sections of the book, and I looked for their their. Um, I looked for their description of their children too, and they never reference skin. They will reference hair and eyes, but not skin in regard to Valerian. Okay, so nobody knows what this guy, this yeah. joker, looks like. Then, so she, she, and I'll end her um, from what I read of this article. I'll end it by saying she says Game of Thrones did diversity casting right by casting a black actor to play Salador San, who was a foul-mouthed pirate. So she. She believes that from wherever he was in 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 um, Westeros, that he was appropriate to be played by a black actor. But now here here's my bullet list of Sir so, Corliss. Can Valarian. I ask you a quick question? So is she like pissed off because this person that was cast into this role is black? Well, or is it because he's black and now like in the second episode he might not be? Just this goody two shoes character that you know just might be doing a little plotting, and so now they're going to have 
the black actor doing the plotting and stereotyping that direction. So she is saying that he actually, this is where I start getting really nerd like with the book, which I'm norm normally not like that. I typically read things once I don't read and dig, but she triggered me into a few things that I wanted to look for in the book. And she says that he should not have been cast as a Targaryen because the Targaryens are white with white hair, albino-like and purple eyes. But guess what, madam? She, what? He is not a Targaryen. He's not. He's a Valerian. So she already doesn't know what she the fuck she's She doesn't know. About. She's wrong. Yeah. And so this wow, is where she, she got it wrong. She got it wrong. Corliss Valerian. Uh, so he is Lord of the Tides, Master of Driftmark, also known as the Sea Snake. He is of Valerian lineage. And Valerians came to Westeros before the Targaryens, so they predate Targaryens. And I think they're also dragon raiders, though. No, they're not. Oh, they're it not. specifically says that... Because there's, no, there's another group in this mess that are... It's not just, you know, the... What the, does your chart say? Well, it doesn't... No, it doesn't happen for the, the dragon. I just... It was yesterday I was watching something, and it was just that there were, you know, a couple of the different... It's not just our main crew here that are dragon raiders... As far as, you know, the, the historical concept went as far as wars and all that kind of stuff. Okay. It was, so, so I just, so I didn't, I thought maybe that he was still, or his family was still one of the dragon riders, just not, you know, Targaryen. No. So I specifically wrote down page 347 of Fire and Blood. Nerd. <laughs> Such a nerd. But I, <laughs> well, like, I wanted you know, you people don't, to know where You don't need me. a bibliography on this thing. <laughs> You're not well, turning it in for another fucking <laughs> master's degree. Well, yeah, I need another. I need a PhD now, not another master's degree. But so um, specifically, they say Valerians were not dragon riders. They came from a coastal community, and they became the oldest and closest allies of the Targaryens, which is why he married a Targaryen. He married because he actually has just as much power. It says the Valerian ships became the royal fleet. So he's masters of ships and he went sailing around this world and at starting at age six and he was a captain by 16 and he gained his wealth. And then he married Rhaenys Targaryen. So who's the woman that should have been queen but, but did not become a queen. And so she is a Targaryen and he is a Valerian and there is absolutely nowhere in the book where they say anything about his skin color so their choice of casting a black actor is is perfectly rational and what i find even funnier is that she that she mentions that in game of thrones they cast a black man to play a pirate and that was perfectly okay and this man is pretty close to being a pirate he's a sailor but he's looting all over the place and making money so she just unfortunately did not do her research and and uh and uh and so i shocking yeah i mean i feel i feel i felt um a bit compelled to let her know but i don't do things like that well no there's no reason that. i don't take the time out. i mean <clears throat> she uh clearly um has some good points i um you know maybe if this i don't person... know i think she sounds i think she sounds like a total hack from what you've read well her, the whole thing is she's got an issue number one about people that don't even exist that's true being, that's being true it don't cast, even exist. being <laughs> recast from her account of a book of what she thinks is a different race of a character where you have stated that the book actually says nothing about their nothing skin color. and i i mean i looked closely and it's, so, it's kind of interesting that he and you're left, a looker 
he left that out because he will oftentimes actually just like get someone down to the quality of their fingernails. And oh yeah, I mean, it's that the same bullshit with everybody getting their panties in a wad when they redid Battlestar Galactica into not only the better Battlestar Galactica, oh, but boy. also likely the best sci-fi television show that was ever on the air was the reimagining of Battlestar Galactica that we had, and Starbuck was a female. Oh yes, that, that and an um, absolute kick-ass, kick-ass Kara, Starbuck, Kara and, Thrace. Yep, yep, and way better than the previous Starbuck. Sorry, but I mean, hey, they were working on a 1976 mm-hmm. budget and how you do stuff, right? You know, so not only was the show better, but Starbuck was better. But who? And there was such a friggin' uprising about right. that, you know, in the nerdosphere. And the capes and, were gone. I mean, how, how <laughs> why, why would we let the capes go the and the high heeled boots oh on God, the men? The <laughs> and all the, and all the brass yeah, class. Yeah. But not, yeah. So not only was she, it was that role recast to a, you know, a gender swap, but it was even a much better, you know, a much better show and actor for it. But it's a fake person. Yeah. And you know, I got to say. It's not like they're um, doing Neil Armstrong and having a black guy play Neil Armstrong about a. You know, a, a documentary. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I do feel, I, I feel somewhat, somewhat for this actor, you know, because she's basically told him he doesn't deserve we told you about this the dogs role. Before, I apologize. <laughs> He's basically said this Steve Toussaint or whatever his name is shouldn't be in this role, and he's a really good actor and he's a good character and he looks fantastic. That white hair on his. You know, black ebony, skin. Ebony skin. His dreads look really great. Now, I, I want to <laughs> segue, they... though, into the children's wigs, which look ridiculous. Okay, well. They look ridiculous. But the the what you just said about a half a breath ago was the, the important thing. Who's, who's the talent? Who, who's the talented individual that is going to bring the most to that character, regardless of what that fake person yeah. in a book was either descriptive to be or what you thought because I'll be, she thought about it being a white guy. That's what it was. Because you know when you read a book, you get your mind, your mind's eye, and you've got everybody, every character laid out. You know what they look like while you're reading a book. You know, and the well, TV show's got something different than what she was looking at. She's so she's out there piping out there and, and saying stuff and that's wrong. Yeah, I mean she's just she's, she's just confused. thinks that and thinks that she has a right to be right. Her. So that's that was my big thing. That was my big tie-in um, to, uh, and I, I just want everyone to know that uh, I feel like, you know, in some ways she has a valid point. I mean, like, hey, don't cast Anne Boleyn as a black actor. That makes sense. But but that's this, a real person. It's a real person. But yeah. this time around, it's it's not. And I'm I'm glad. I'm really glad they've taken their. If they have. Um, a multicultural cast they have a global cast they have done what they needed to do to um make this look like in some ways a real world you know we i think it's great and if you know it's not a rainbow coalition either it's just i no. think it's it's normal i think it's totally normal so because i don't even think that we got anybody in there with black hair do they uh, not yet. No, the well, Masaria character, the okay. So there's Damon's, no, there's there's no Jesse Jackson. There's no Rainbow Coalition. Damon. Well, yeah, she's all right. So um, I should turn it. I've been talking quite a bit now about this, so I should turn it over to you. No, I well, no. I mean, we were. I mean, I, I think what you were talking about is great because I mean, like I said, with the the Battlestar Galactica stuff, 
you know, the, the way people get so flipping bent out of shape about a character change. You know, we talk about Star Trek, too, and whatnot, that it's everybody gets their, their you know, their space panties in a wad. Space when, panties. When something, <laughs> get, when something gets changed. And the funny thing, you know, about Star Trek is, um, ooh, look, a hole. Let's go down it. Um, about Star Trek is it's supposed to be this whole, the whole universe of Star Trek is supposed to be about you know, infinite diversity and infinite combinations and all other kinds of weird Vulcan uh, logic kind of stories. And then you change one little thing and the fans just go apeshit. You know, oh no, that can't be this. Or that can't be that. And Are I, space panties and, made of pleather? Well, probably, probably. <laughs> spandex, we, spandex. <laughs> Everybody's got spandex on in the future. That's another thing, too. You can't be fat in the future because every single outfit yes, you would can show because everything you, every nope. bit of jiggle, nope. jiggle, jaggle you nope. got. We've, got it. we've got our hefty girl in Discovery. And yes. I'm about, and it's about, and that was one of the best things they did was actually start to show some. And I'm not, you know I'm not one of these, you know, positive body image people and, you know regardless of what you look like and blah 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 and all that kind of stuff and you're special I, you know i'm not like that but i'm happy that they're not trying to also artificially squeeze and make make it look like everybody's got freaking six percent body fat mm-hmm. in the future they're like going oh wow somebody might look different than somebody yeah else. yeah they, isn't, well, isn't well, that novel i mean you know? size is and we could talk about size and how in previous incarnations of shows no one was fat and that's a diversity that's a, also a diversity mm-hmm. choice, a diversity casting choice. Yeah, so. and, and and in the wrong direction. Yeah, in the wrong direction. Because you are totally. notably leaving, you're, you're discarding mm-hmm. what the reality of, yeah, so. Yeah. No, I completely agree with you, so. so. Um, all right, so episode two. Yeah, episode two, we'll, we'll, we'll kick I did not, you and I did not watch episode two together. We watched episode one together. Mm-hmm. Um, so I have no idea... Uh, did you watch it just once? I did watch it just once. I, uh, boy, I, I have to say, I felt like it was a bit lackluster of an episode. But they're setting things up. They're setting. That's what Game of Thrones does: set things up. It was very political. I, I thought the ending was fantastic. You know, I mean, dropped it all at the end. There's a massive buildup. So, um, from what I have, let myself. <clears throat> You know, I kind of like to snoop through the internet and either it's YouTube channels or whatever it is and, and get a little bit of other people's insight to it with, without trying to spoil the bejesus out of everything. But, you know, it, it's the, I, I think it was only like a week ago that I realized that, um, what are we, what are we calling her? Oh, you got the chart there. Talking about oh, Rhaenyra? Yeah, Rhaenyra, Rhaenyra, yeah. I could ever get a cat. The daughter, the daughter of Viserys yeah, and Aim, Emma or Emma, I can't know how they pronounce it, but. Right. And, and that, so I was so dead. So I think the last time we did a podcast, I was like, you know what? Rhaenyra and Damon, and, you know, they had the creepy scene with the necklace and all yeah. that. And, and uh, having seen some of the uh, snippets from the, the, the previews and the trailers that they showed for the whole first mm-hmm. series it's like wow these two are gonna be you know going to war over the throne yeah but now it kind of looks like maybe that's not the way it's gonna be because some of the 
I mean, there was some there was some footage of Damon coming back into the throne room, but his hair's all cut short, and that's why I listen on other podcasts. They're like, okay, we get it. All their hair is so beautiful and snowy white, but does it all have to freaking be long? Can't somebody have a short fucking haircut? Well, <laughs> and I actually kind of yeah. was thinking they don't. But there's a, there was a clip with uh, with the doctor and his short Targaryen white hair, and I was wondering because he marries her. They get well, they get married. I mean, I don't well, know spoiler that we need alert! To spoil the spoiler future. Alert. Well, well, I'll spoil it, but I mean, oh, but now if they, it depends on how they play it. If they play it like the book rolls out, there will be a lot of shit that plays out before they hook up. But supposedly, this TV series is supposed to play to that. I know, I know, and I, and I, so I don't understand. That. So while I had thought that okay, that was going to be the big collision as far as who was going to take over the throne, the um, the firstborn son of her father, um. What's his name? Amon. Well, so so Amon, Amon. I I wonder if that isn't going to be because he'll be the firstborn male heir, right? You know, her, her half brother, and I'm wondering if that's not going to become the, you know, that maybe Damon might actually come to, or Damon might actually come to her side or. So Mike drop at the end of episode two. Uh, Sir Otto Hightower gets what he wants, and, and right. Vicera says, hey, I'm not, you know, um, Sir Corliss, who we were talking about earlier, comes to Viserys the king and says, hey, here's my daughter. She's 12, but in a couple years, gross. Yeah, gross. I forgot about that. Uh, here's I my I daughter. She's 12. She has a terrible wig, but fall in love with her, yeah. please, because Better. at age 14, and the little girl says, oh, my mommy and daddy says, I don't have to right. have relations with yeah. you until I'm 14. We, we, we know that she was just on her way to an M&M's commercial <laughs> oh, inter- interview or whatever. I mean, that was, hopefully so, we will never see her again. Uh, so she uh, is offered up as the new wife, just, and Viserys kind of freaks out, and he's like, you know, I don't have to get a wife right now. And then, but then they're like, yes, you do. So he's like, well, I guess, uh, you know, uh, Allison here has been sitting with me for the past six months, and I kind of love her now because she reads me poetry and she helps me feel good about myself, and so I'm going to marry her. And boom, mic drop. And we didn't see that coming or nothing, did we? And the, no, we the, did not. I well, mean, because it was they were all just standing. It, it really was. was. They were standing around heavily. the table, and you were, <laughs> even we were hoping, okay, they have everybody, even first generation first generation first generation familial members sleeping together in this series yeah please oh please oh please god do not have a 45 year old man married a 12 year old girl right i mean let's know. draw a line somewhere i mean yeah. i realize it's art but i mean thank goodness that they did that but i was really surprised with the discussion then that um the king had with his daughter concerning just that and i couldn't really quite read you know, because he was first, he was like, you know, there are things that are expected of me, you know. And then she finally just came out. She's like, you got to get married and have a kid. Yeah, she brings it up, but she that, he as far as tell that's her. what expected. To do. Yeah, because he's like he he's a chicken shit, her. isn't he? He is a chicken he shit. He sets her up. He sets her up to accept his wishes, but then he doesn't tell her. Ooh, I'm gonna mar- marry your best friend. And hopefully she's gonna squeeze one or two out that are gonna be a yeah. male. And oh, by the way, then we're gonna replace. Then, you. then we're gonna replace you. Yeah, then we're gonna replace you. So I mean, uh, like she she really does throw him some shade there. Well, 
at the end, which is perfectly normal. I would too if all of a sudden my dad was going to marry my little friend. See, and I was trying to interpret that because I couldn't tell if she... See, I didn't feel like she was. I felt like she was creepishly neutral about but see, the whole but, thing. But think about it. Allison, her friend, is now queen. Automatically, Allison is queen. Rhaenyra right, is right. queen regent or whatever, and the heir. But, is she princess? But Yeah, she's princess, She'll be but princess. Allison is going to be queen, so right, Allison gets right. to be queen before Rhaenyra does. I mean, think about that's your friend. Right, but she's, <laughs> she's, she's going to be queen in title only. I mean, she won't be a queen like, um, like, will... like Viserys is king. I mean, she won't be... She won't be the commander in chief. No, but she's going to strut around and do whatever queens oh, do. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. And there's some decorate the White in, House for and Christmas. And seriously, according according to the book, it kind of comes turns out to be kind of like the Real Housewives of Westeros. Oh, for sure. It gets it gets. <laughs> oh my god! I want to see all that. The it Real gets, Housewives the Real of Westeros. The Real Housewives of Westeros. It gets really nasty. Oh, we got to find out if somebody is like oh, put together a cartoon on that, that one. Someone's done that already. No, you know someone's done that already because they must have done that with Game of so Thrones. So is that? So that's why they got all those damn marbles. That's what yeah, it is. Yeah, the marbles. <laughs> I watched the Queen marbles. Queen Viserys, King, King Viserys, Prince whatever the hell, will I... you take my marble? <laughs> I watched the marbles closely in this episode. Every marble movement I watched. And from the best I can tell, the marble is placed when someone is present or it's moved or whatever. Well, that's what we talked about the first time around. Because Damon's marble was in the middle of the day. <laughs> Damon's black marble, by the way, was in the middle of the table. Oh, stop it. His marble won't fit in the ring. His marble was in the middle of the table and it didn't move. Because they, they're in the middle and then they was put them by their... Yeah, yeah. It was, but it, they focused in on it. I mean, they actually like put the camera on the black marble in the middle of the table and everybody, you could tell everybody else around the small council had their marble by them in position. So. I completely missed that. Mm. Well, well big old black you marble. Were, uh, <laughs> <laughs> you were tasked with watching for the marbles, but you didn't, you didn't watch the marble. <sighs> Damn. Yeah. Okay. Anyway. Um, so we had that big mic drop. And then I think, so for, so for me, uh, one, one, I mean, it's only a second episode, but one of the shortcomings of the show so far is not enough damn dragons, okay? They sit I there, they sit there more. in that I small council more. and they say, oh, how do you get a dragon? How do you get a dragon? Yeah, how did he get a dragon? Because couldn't we have maybe seen them sneaking around stealing the dragon's egg? Because that would have been cool. Well, yeah, they, and, we got the dragon garage. Yeah, we, we do. We do, we do <laughs> have know? the dragon garage. And then we've, we know people are working down there, and there's a whole world going on down there that we don't see. And the dragon garage attendees don't look really no, like they're they the look, sharpest techs. They look dirty and scared. That's and what they stupid. look. And well, But they look dirty and scared, and, and I don't know about stupid. Stupid. Well, I don't but know. Prob- I'm sure but they're probably, but they're probably, I wouldn't say it is. I'm joking when I say that, but they probably are because they're probably kept that way. Yeah. I mean, uh, do they, how you often know, do they get to with, see the uh, light of day? All the classes and everything. Yeah. So, um, you know what really bugs me is there, this whole thing happened. We didn't get to see it. And then they start talking, uh, the best part, of course, when she flies to Dragonstone. And lands. Okay, that was that was like fucking Jaws that when was, she was, uh-huh. or Jaws 
had a baby with the last Top Gun movie. There you go. That I mean, was it was. Freaking, I mean, when coming in and the clouds were just kind of Maverick Jaws. Maverick Jaws. Right. <laughs> Great. And yeah. and with the and the way the clouds were just mm-hmm. kind of dispersing off off of her back when she flew, and I'm saying her because remember her dragon is a girl, um, yeah. and the clouds were just going, and you were like, yeah. "Oh fuck, here it comes!" And it was like the first thing that came to my mind was it was like, "Oh, we're gonna see Danny." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, because they yeah. keep they keep drawing. I think they intentionally keep drawing that that line somehow or another between yep. her and Daenerys. From you know, oh sure, from the OG. They are. They're doing and that. Uh, mm-hmm. but oh my god, that was so cool to see that. And then the dragon came up, and then and oh my god, the Damon, two dragons. Damon's are... dragon is ugly as oh yeah. But oh think, my god, it looks like a worm. It is a worm. They they refer to it in the book as the red worm. I know, and, and that's what it looks like. And it's W Y R M. Of course, because yeah, we know that he doesn't like yeah. vowels. Right. And <laughs> <laughs> well, look at any of his names. He doesn't like vowels. Yeah. So, so what? You know, that and they was did. Awesome. They did chill out, kind of like I, I thought maybe there was going to be a little, you know, dragon, you know, feathers mm-hmm. fluffing around. Yeah, they were. And they there were wasn't about. And they were kind of. They, but they kind of knew. They were like, okay, we're we're just yeah, here. We're yeah, just here we're to just be here. here. And she was. She was. I mean, I loved it because I think she wanted everybody that traveled hot high tower and the um, gold cloaks and. Um, what's his name, Sir Cole or whatever, Kristen Cole. She wanted all of them to see her power. I could be queen one day. This could be me. Bitches, I can show up on yeah, a dragon anytime yeah. I want. I mean, she and she got off that dragon and she walked right through them. And Everybody just was like out of the way. Yeah, they start talking. They start talking in Valerian, which I think is always pretty neat. They start talking in Valerian. And it's just like she knows her uncle and she knows what buttons to push. And he's like. Um, she, she had said earlier in the small council what egg was taken that was so brilliant. It was hers. It was Dreamfire. No. Well, well but it, no, Dreamfire was, well, not, excuse me, I'm sorry, not hers. It was Dreamfire, but I think she selected the yep. egg, I think, which would have been for her brother for that, baby, di- that died. For baby Balon. And yep. that's when we find out that the Targaryens, when a baby is born, they give them a dragon egg and they put it right in the cradle. To start bonding. Right. And then they start bonding together because that's the dragon they're going to ride. So she, and I'm like, that is all such I a can cool, think of. That is such a cool little, you it know, is. a cool an, whatever you want to call right? of, of, of a storyline, you know. That uh, is cool. Uh, that's that's neat. But all I could think of is when I hear this, and this is where I was watching with a, a good friend of mine, and I said, can you please pause, pause, pause. Pause. Because me and Scott pause all the time. you got to learn He's like, the what, is there pause. an emergency? What's going on? And I'm like, <laughs> yes, we have to talk about the this. The emergency is Dreamfire. <laughs> Why have we not seen a dragon named Dreamfire? I want to see that dragon right meow, right now. I want right to see meow. that dragon right right, 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 right now. Right and meow. I mean, like, why haven't I seen a dragon named Dreamfire? Because that's super cool. And that's part of my problem. Is there's I find out in from Fire and Blood there's seventeen dragons. Yeah, in this and universe. Dreamfire and Dreamfire is one of them. Seventeen. So, okay, we got to get you squared away. I thought you would probably one of the first things I did was pull up a list of all the dragons oh, that that are in that book. Seriously, that are in that book. That's cool. And and like how, and it, the cool thing is, did you buy the poster? <laughs> no, but I'm probably gonna print it for next that's time. Funny. And but, you're gonna laminate it. But so the funny it. thing is. But it goes all the way back to Game of Thrones. I say all the way back to Game of Thrones because really we're already back to the future or forward to the past or whatever you want to call it. That's a but, prequel. But it, but it includes Game of Thrones. Well, this would be the prequel. Oh, some of the some of the dragons last and, a long time. Right, but it, but this, it was a size chart. 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> and Neat. the thing was, like, Drogon, a tiny little fella. Yeah, that's Compar- right. Compared to... Varaxes. Uh, Varaxes uh, is the biggest one. Yeah, who's, yeah. you know, spending eternity down in the basement right, right. now. He's just, just living in the basement. He doesn't have... No, no, that's not the dead one. Varaxes is the dragon that belongs to uh, Sir Corliss Valerian's daughter. The little the little girl, the 12-year-old girl that was going to marry Viserys. Well, I, but I think Viserys' dragon, it was like something black. Yeah, something like yeah. That. that was like it, the biggest yes, dragon. Yes, the Black Dread. The Black, black Dread. Dread. That was mm-hmm. the biggest dragon. Yep. And his dragon died, and then he never rode of old, a dragon. Of old, a- of old age. Yep, of it old just age. died. So, so. so um, th- there's some cool stuff coming up with the dragons, but the, just like... I guess Game of Thrones did kind of drop the dragon like it was a rare thing. Like and, it was hot. Right. Drop it like it's hot. Drop it, it like it's hot. hot. But so then they start. dragons. Yeah. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> Where's the little drum set? That's, a, that's, uh, that's a deep dive right there. There we go. Rim shot. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Um, so I loved it when Damon and Rhaenyra started fighting. Just like family. They started fighting. They started shouting at each other. And Damon is like, well, Balon got an egg, but what about my baby with Masaria? And you're here for yeah, my the wedding. The whole time he was trying to make everybody think that he was actually, he actually had a kid on the and way. And it was all and a, horse, a lie. All bullshit. All it was bullshit. all a lie. All horseshit. It's a lie. And then, um, sadly though, what, what I think what's interesting though is we come back around, we come back around to this conversation with Damon and Masaria, his, his concubine. Yeah. Round and round. Anyway, I saw I saw Rat in concert. They're Did good. I've yeah. see seen him twice in concert. Really? I love Rat. Yeah. Although I would, I would totally say uh, the Rat. lead singer Rat is really weird and. I don't want to <laughs> okay. get an in eighties hair band. The leaders were. I don't want to get off on a tangent here, but the second time I That's saw him in precisely concert, precisely the point of this yeah, podcast. Okay, so the second time I saw Rat in concert, and I was with my good friend Nikki, and and she's like, "How come they keep dimming the lights?" Went like frequently during the show <laughs> to hide the wrinkles. All of the lights would go down <laughs> when he was talking and not singing. All the lights would go down, and it would be complete darkness on the stage. And it was the strangest thing. I still don't know why he does that. Maybe somebody knows why. Because it was but, fake and they were all holograms. Yeah, it was, that'd be cool, right? <laughs> but I have a feeling he's got some, like, maybe issues, some physical issues. But, you know, all these guys are getting older. So maybe well, they're all, like, 70. Maybe, like, I can't have the spot on me or something. I don't know what happened. That then was maybe get me. off the fucking stage. Yeah, but, um, you know, I, I, I don't think that band has aged very well. But, I mean, still, when you hear round and round, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter no. how old they are. I can, I, yeah, I can remember listening to you hear remember specific songs and there i can remember things that i was doing you know back in my early whatever and still not believing the fact that i actually somehow or another survived it and didn't get killed but yeah you think of Mm -hmm. specifically some of the things yeah that would have been junior high for me seventh or eighth grade with round and round i was right out of high school so, say, getting back to when, when Damon and his back concubine, yeah, back to dragons. When Dagan, Damon and his concubine, Mazaria, have a conversation, I actually felt like Damon loves her. Like, this is a real really? thing. Because I, like, I feel like he has a true affection for her. You know, maybe he does. When they were sitting up there in that conference room. You know, on Dragonstone, the, the same, same place, mind you, yeah. that we saw in, in, yep. out, in House of the Dragons. 
<laughs> in in that other in that other show, yep. I was like, throw her out the window. Oh no! Why? Just it's there's not even a screen there. Uh, just chuck her. Chuck her out. Chuck her out. Because she was just she already right away she just started turning into this yep 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 and I was just like ugh. Well, man. I mean, she's... I'm like I can't believe you pretended that you were pregnant with her. Yeah, I mean, you can tell she's disgusted with it. You know, the princess sees right through it. Yeah, she sees wants right the money, man. It. She's there for the money. But then they start ta- tossing that. I mean, also, they start tossing that dragon egg around like it's a ball. And well, he chucks it to yeah, her. Yeah, he does. When he gets ready, he turns around it. and throws it to her. She catches it, and I'm like, oh, man, wow. Anyway. Well, but isn't it... Uh, but when she did that... Met, is the thing made of metal? I mean, she sure may look like they're made of metal, don't so, they? Even though I know it's well, a dragon, they it's, lay them, it's, but it's... It's like... Um, some hard it's, calculus yeah, bone scale. I mean, it's scales. Well, yeah. I mean, it looks like scales, but god dang, it looks they like say, metal scales. They when they describe this the dragon skin in the book, they say it's like it's like metal and it can't be pierced. Um, but uh, one of the things, as soon as they, as soon as he started, Damon started bitching about when do I get an egg? All I heard in my mind was Oprah Winfrey. You get an egg, and you, you get, get an, an egg. egg, and you get an egg. Oh, pulls an egg out from under there. <laughs> it's like, ah. Oh, sit, sit back down. Everybody gets <laughs> sit an Sit back egg. down. You gotta keep that egg warm. <laughs> and then you notice how they had this little, uh, like, little, um, they had, like, almost a carrying case for that egg. It was a hibachi. <laughs> it was their, it was their hibachi. <laughs> she drops that egg in that, yep, in that, yep. and it's like, it looks like it's boiling water. Or a, like a fondue pot. <laughs> right, right. So, um... No, but but so definitely uh, some good parts to that episode, I think. And then, of course, we get to the end, and there's another kind of like stealthy scene where you see Corliss and Damon sitting together talking about talking that shop. That was just, it was, you know, the talk way that's set shop. up, you're right away, you're like, all right, who the fuck is he talking to? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I, I have to admit that. Literally, Damon was actually the last person I thought that was going to be. So they they reeled and they suckered me in right away. Because it's been really hard for somebody who hasn't read one word of the books like me. Going off of those two episodes, trying to figure out exactly where Carlos's allegiances or thoughts or plans lie. Mm -hmm. He's he's like a fish man to me. He seems like he keeps flipping. But he's probably well, he's not. A sea he's, snake. he's a sea well, yeah, snake. Well, I think snake is very appropriate to this right. because I think he's got, you know, probably 10 different lanes of possibilities all lined up. You know, if I go, if I do this and this happens, this happens, this happens, this yeah. happens, you know, and, and to, you know, your, your acquaintance that wrote that article, it has nothing to do with the, the race of the character. Um, but yeah. they call him the sea Andy snake. They call him. They call him the sea snake for kind of loud. Right. But he I mean, just—you cannot tell. I can't tell where where he's gonna freaking roll out. Where, where you know, allegiances or what? I'm still mm-hmm. because there's there's times when you think that. Of course, now he's pissed off because of the crab. You know, he's he's got the guy trying to open up a skipper's on the on the, <laughs> on the, on the <laughs> 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 trying 
trying to one of the crab <laughs> skippers the on, crab the, on the coast. You guys just trying to make a living. Well, okay. And so if, if we track... because he's because he's he's pissed off because the king won't do anything yeah. about it. If, if we... and he's like, I like skipper. Their chowder is amazing. But think, so think about it. Chance. If we track what we've seen already with Corliss Valerian, the king has refused to help him with that. He has. So strike he one. Has. Strike two, the king has refused his daughter to wed him. Oh, and, please. And is rank. his embryo? Right. That but, just fell but, out last but, week? <laughs> but, his, but see, he's, he's, uh, he's got some uh, complaints about the king. And, you know, instead of just being loyal, he's got... <coughs> He needs subterfuge, and and of course we need a villain. We need a villain, and um, uh, yeah. So this 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 podcaster woman seems to think that um, it's a bad thing that a black man was cast as a villain, when you know it, it, I believe she refers to um, the ba- basically the white patriarchy as a despot. And, and of course they were. I mean there is that angle and. One of the things I think they might have been trying to do, the showrunners of Game of Thrones, is avoid the Aryan sort of like Hitlerian ending they had with Daenerys. You know, that towards the end, they were really making making um, Daenerys look like the Third Reich, the, just the way they rolled her out at the very end. You see, I never... That never. It never came to you. No, that not never like that came at all. No, I just I, what what my whole problem was the fact that I mean I was, you know, like probably many other people out there as far as the character goes, I was in love with Danny, and that was metaphysically through the because of the dragons. I mean, she was my from the beginning of that series. You rooted for you rooted for. Her. I mean, she got just totally raked the fuck over. You know when. Game of Thrones started, you know, she was, like, first episode, her brother's trying to fucking sell her, right? Yeah, and you she's know? also in the book, she's and, like 14, too. She's really young. Right, she's so much you really, as so as stuff starts going, you know, so she gets sold off. I mean, you know, okay, fine, so Aquaman has her now. But, <laughs> but <laughs> you know, and, but then. Like, that would be called Drago. Uh, right, called Drago. right, right. But you know, the first few times they have sex, that's he's for he forces himself on yeah, her. And she's so, raped. I mean, in the book. she she is mm-hmm. she's raped and sexually assaulted. And granted, like every other, <laughs> what's the term? You know, for uh, you know the victim that turns around and ends up falling for their captor, their captor, their captor, like the sen- like sensors for the captor. Yeah, yeah Stockholm syndrome. Stockholm yes. syndrome. Yeah, I mean. And I'm, we're not saying that that's what she had, but she does, at least in the story, end up obviously um, developing feelings. I mean, because she she becomes pregnant, mm. you know, yeah, loses the baby, right? Yeah, and that's... and so so she has, you know, kind of a rough beginning there as far as that show goes. So it's I I think it's nat it was natural for people to really root for her. Especially when you're going against the Lannisters, it's not it's not hard at all to root for her against the Lannisters when it comes to okay, who should who should be park their butt in the chair, right? Right. So so I think for, for, and that's why it was so let down, right? That I, was what killed me about the the finale was the fact that her Targaryen blood 
basically kind of took over. Well, so they, they're saying she went mad. But I think I think the sadder thing is, for me, throughout the whole series, that they're referring to her as the breaker of chains. And she's going around and she's freeing all these people. But then at the end, she's imprisoning people. She's killing people. And that's how they're saying she's going more like she's becoming like Hitler more like the her Third fa- well, More like her Well, yeah, more like her father. More like her family, yeah. Well, so. well her father was the Mad King. So. Right. She's so saying it's in her blood, but but uh, they don't really, I don't know. She doesn't have a lot of moments throughout the show where she's like, am I going mad? Am I going to be like my father? No, she doesn't. She doesn't. She doesn't. It's just, it's just uh, yeah, I think they, it's just, yeah. They need, know, truthfully, I mean, Game of Thrones needed a couple more seasons to give a good ending. I mean, I, I don't personally think the ending was horrible in Game of Thrones like a lot of people do, but um, they have some, some people have some valid points, and right? Well, did they did they rate any of the, the episodes? They didn't. The, they then didn't. they have a valid point if right. they were episodes. Well, and speaking of writers, I don't know if you know this, but the one of the original showrunners is already gone. He's already pieced out. He won't be around for season two. So from House of the Dragon Cards. Yeah, from House of the Dragon. From House <laughs> of the Dragon Cards. Yeah. The House of the Dragon Cards of Humanity. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no kidding. And I don't know his name. I didn't pay attention to his name. I, I care. Very well, we little. say already, but really it's not already. Because- they did season one, and H- HBO just renewed them for season two. So he's walked. He's decided he's not going to be on it. But I apologize. I don't know his name, and I don't know like. Was one of the showrunners? Yeah, I don't know if he's a big deal or not. I'm kind of a big deal. <laughs> kind of a big deal. <laughs> you mean you're kind of a big deal, not I'm kind, that I'm dude. kind of a big deal. Seventy-five <laughs> okay. percent of the time, I am one hundred percent correct. I'm. I can honestly tell you that I'm never gonna say I'm kind of a big deal, because <laughs> that's just not. That's not. I'm just not that way, but but. So, this episode we mentioned it's kind of, or at least I I mentioned it. We kind of feel like it's a I don't it was not a filler episode, but it definitely is probably connecting the introduction of the first episode into something that is likely going to be bigger in episode three. I mean, because we saw the you know we already know that. King is going to have at least one child in that episode, likely his first. Well, yeah. If you watch the 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 when the tra- they what are they? It's not a trailer, the but the previews. If you TV watch the shows. previews, you see Allison handing a baby to um, someone, and it appears that it's a male baby. So, well, and her father, and her father is very adamant about the fact. That he says, you know, Amond will be king. Yeah. So. Yeah. So. Unless there's a girl with a dragon that comes in and says something <laughs> otherwise. Well, so, so, um, you know, spoilers here too. Spoilers, buyer beware with this podcast at all times. But um, the book actually, if you heard that from him, I'm a little surprised because the book he actually supports his daughter as remaining king, no matter how many heirs he gets off Alicent. And, and, um, no, no, no. Alicent's father. Oh, Alicent's father. Oh, yeah, the high, okay. High the, high, the boy will be king. Yeah. Okay. That's, that's, uh, yeah, because he's been plotting. I mean, he's, uh, Otto Hightower Otto, has been yep. plotting to get his daughter in that, in that baby making room and, right. and yeah, kicking no, out kids. No, it's, that's the, all the, that matters. Right. To him. In the preview, it's Otto telling his daughter 
uh-huh. that Amon will be king. You know, they keep bringing up, they keep, and something interesting about these two episodes, they keep showing Allison chewing her nails, and and in in, in that episode, Otto says From her, the first episode, they yeah, show that. Yeah, he says, and they show it multiple times, and, and he says to his daughter, hey, you're so pretty, how come you're doing that to yourself? How come you're hurting yourself like that? And it's like, what? I don't know, What's you're farming me out to well, uh, yeah, 50-year-old. Let's, uh, let's say maybe I'm nervous and anxious, but I guess you're not supposed to be nervous and anxious or chew your nails back then. So and that was a pretty interesting situation. And, um, and she is pretty. She's a beautiful woman. So I'm really curious to see where things land here with some of these characters because with the second episode, I still don't know, not having read the book, where some of them... Are uh, allegiance-wise, allegiances, not to be confused with Allegiant, your oh, yeah, your premier cheapo airline. <laughs> well, <laughs> hell, Allegiant isn't the premier cheapo airline everywhere. Some places it's Spirit, <laughs> Spirit, <laughs> or um, what is it, uh, JetBlue or SunWest right, yeah, Air right. or something. Well, it always there's one that always this was the same name as a wine cooler. <laughs> It was Sun something. I can't remember. It's funny. And it was like, oh my God, it's a flying wine cooler. Well, I for Sun one, Coast or Sun whatever. I for one hope the Labor Day weekend isn't a disastrous travel weekend because I gotta. I'm hopping a jet plane tomorrow night, coming back on Monday, and it seems like whenever we have a long weekend, the airlines go south. Oh, it's gonna be a shit show. Yeah, because you know, you're gonna run into the same problem with all the. Um, <coughs> excuse me, with all the. Uh, you know, the pilot problems and the... the oh, yeah. It's going to be a shit show. <coughs> right. So, but you'll get, you're, you're only going a couple states over, though. I should be okay. I, I'm, yeah. flying, I'm flying Delta. <laughs> it's Gold Star now. Gold yeah, Star no, Airline. Yeah, nobody really wants to fly in Delta anyway, so you're good. Um, I'm, it's the Biscoff cookies that keep me going. God, I just know it's the three-hour layovers in fucking Minneapolis, no matter which direction I go, that keep me wanting somebody else. I was once, and I was with Angie, and we were on our way to the Star Trek Con, and we had the best flight attendant ever. He, We said, hey, can we have an extra cookie? And that man made it rain. He was just doing <laughs> out those cookies. He doesn't give a shit. I mean, it's not <laughs> we, like it's not like it's draining his bank. He, we had the best. God. It was one of the best moments he I've ever had of, on a flight. He made oh it rain God. with the Biscoff cookies. And, <laughs> and I know I can buy them. It's not the same. When, you, when you, you're eating your cookie on the plane with your, your spray, you're just like, a, you're feeling like a little child. It's kind of fun. Wow. You and I have completely different flying experiences. I like to fly. And you know what's funny about I do me? Too, but they I, I like are to fly and I love turbulence. And so whenever we hit turbulence and people are getting scared and worried, I'm just like, yeah, woo, you know. It's funny. <laughs> I'm trying to think it you're like you're like the the red whatever in <laughs> I'd be on one of those dragons flying around. That'd be great. So so see, so I want to recap to to Nice. Okay. Okay. I want to Let's recap this podcast Let's by just it. saying, A, not enough damn dragons. I need to see, I mean, we need to see Dreamfire. <laughs> they're going to drop some dragon's name, Dreamfire. That but I've, read, I've read that awesome. we're going to see like 10 dragons in this series. There's 17, and I want right, to see but all I've just them. Read, but I just read that like we're going to see like 10 in this first season. Well, get on with it, people. I get off the pot. Shit or get off the pot. Yeah. I hear you. Right. <clears throat> so that's how you're rounding out the episode. 
I don't know. And my I asthma's mean, kicking I, in. I think we've. I think we draw. I mean, I think we covered it. I don't don't know that there's one centimeter that episode we didn't talk about. So we're we're there. All right. Then we'll leave it with that. So we'll thank everybody again. Appreciate all three of our hundred percent hundred percent club listeners. You're in the platinum. <laughs> Whatever. Anyway, so this is Scott. I want to thank everybody for listening. That maybe. And this is Nancy. I appreciate my listeners, and I uh, hope you tune in for our next episode. Thanks, everybody. Peace out.